The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. It's time for a different take on spirituality for the modern world. Welcome to Big Universe with Jim Lefter and Reverend Raymond Anderson. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Big Universe on Unity Online Radio. I'm Jim Lefter, kind of a spiritual journeyman kind of guy and media producer. I run a website called youthrivehere.com, and I'm with here with our very own Grand Poobah, the Reverend Dr. Raymond Anderson, also the Senior Minister for the Center for Spiritual Living in Greater Baltimore. How you doing, Raymond? Yabba-dabba-doo. There you go. You've got the Flintstones reference. <laughs> and you? I'm doing well. Yabba-dabba-doo to you. We're ready to talk today about joy and fun and spirituality with Z and Melissa. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't understand the appeal of joy. You're not feeling it? No one wants to have fun. <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. Let's cancel, <laughs> let's cancel the show now. No, we can have them on and talk about this thing of joy and fun. Let's go ahead and see what they got to say. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Now, don't blame Raymond for this because this was my idea. I Uh-oh. suggested that today we do inspirational jokes oh. instead of inspirational quotes. So... <laughs> You know, hang in there, audience. You, you want to go first? Yes, yes. So uh, being a minister, uh, this one is particularly uh, funny to me. So if one is going to craft an excellent sermon, one must start at the beginning and have a great ending. But the most important part is to have the beginning and the ending as close together as possible. George Burns. <laughs> George Burns. Love George Burns. Yeah. Oh, God. Is that true? Yeah, no, not with my sermons. (laughs) I mean, I try to make the beginning and the end short and close together, but I don't, I think, um, um, no comment. You're normally three hours, but, you know, I I think you cut it down from five, so it's a start. Yeah, there you go. Progress. Progress Progress. is important. All right, you ready (laughs) for one of mine? Yes, I am. What kind of car does Jesus typically drive? Oh, goodness. Uh, what kind of car? A Chrysler. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Who was the greatest money man in the Bible? Yeah, since I know it's a joke, I'm not going to go with who I was going to go with. But okay, so who? Noah. He was floating his stock while everyone else was in liquidation. <laughs> 
Oh my. Okay. <laughs> How much ego do you need? How much? Just enough so that you don't step in front of a bus. <laughs> wow. And you can you can find gems like this at uh, thoughtcatalog.com and enlightened-spirituality.org and you know, blame me for it because you know, I know that we only have three listeners, but they probably turned us <laughs> off right now. now. I think they called a friend and another friend and said, look, y'all need to tune into this. They're talking about joy and fun today. Right. <laughs> you know, you want to hear something funny. The other day, I was talking with a really wonderful person and, uh, you know, she mentioned that she loved podcasts. And I asked her, you know, had she heard ours yet? She said she did listen to an episode. Long pause. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then there were other podcasts to talk about. <laughs> no harm. No harm there. Wow. <laughs> we have three listeners. We're happy with them. See, this is when we embrace the Buddhist philosophy of non-attachment. What did the Buddhist monk say to the hot dog vendor? Oh, I know this one. Make me one with everything. Yes! <laughs> All right. So, do you remember the joke I used to tell a couple of years ago as my opening for the sermons? No, tell me. So, okay. So it's early Sunday morning and mom realizes that her son's not up and ready for church. So she goes to his room and she says, Timothy, get up. It's time for church. And there's nothing. So she yells again, Timothy, get up. It's time for church. And he jumps up and says, I'm not going today. And she says, uh, what do you mean, young man, you're not going today? And I, I'm not going, and I have three reasons why I'm not going. So knowing her son, she's like, okay, let me entertain this. What are, you, what are your three reasons? Okay, so the choir won't let me sing with them. Okay, and keep going. And, and, and the kids in kids' church don't like me. Okay, okay, what's this third reason? And, and after service, there are never any jelly donuts left. Oh. Okay, those are, those are valid three reasons. I got two reasons why you are going. One, you're 35 years old. Two, you're the pastor. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had a really weird dream one time. I, I had, uh, you know, I've been trying to figure out, I probably shouldn't even tell this, but I've been trying to figure out, you know, what, I needed to do because I, I was thinking about leaving my job and going on to something else and I was really struggling with it. And I had a dream and in the dream, Jesus came to me and said, do what you need to do, whatever you need to do, go ahead and do it. But don't dance. <laughs> and my wife echoes that, you know, I woke up, I was laughing hysterically because, you know, I'm not a dancer. Wow. Wow. And Jesus know, knew that. Mm. He thought it was funny too. So sing like no one's listening, but for, for Jim, just don't dance. Don't dance. <laughs> don't dance. Wow. And Anne agrees. Okay. And Anne agrees. <laughs> Well, we should probably move things along, but I did want to ask you one thing about uh, a show that's been on. That's The Mandalorian. Have you seen it? Yes. All episodes done and in the can. What do you think? I'm thoroughly entertained and inspired and 
yeah, looking forward to season two. It is a great mixture of action and drama and, of course, metaphysical stuff to break down and explore. Well, I like it's kind of Western, old, kind yeah. of the old, old Kung Fu TV series kind of vibe. Yeah. Did you get that? Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. What do you, uh, I mean, what spiritual sort of takeaways do you get from that? Do you get something from that? Well, okay, so without giving anybody spoilers, uh, let's see. One important one is, do you follow the rules or do you follow your heart? Which one is important for you in, in making life decisions? Is it sometimes following the rules is not being an integrity and sometimes following your heart and breaking the rules is when you're in integrity. So I, like that's one big one that stands out for me. Wow, and I, I really want to mention information about the child, but I won't. <laughs> I mean, everybody <laughs> right. knows now, right? You would think everybody should know by now, but there may be one or two listeners out there who are still like, what they talking about? They talking about the mandalations? <laughs> well, there are only three listeners, so... Well, you know, three the- listeners, they know. They know us by now. All right. Yeah, they, they know. The child is. I, I will skip that. I will skip that. All right. So shall we get on with the show? Yes, yes, yes. Please. People are asking us done, to get on with the show. We've done our ABCs. It's time to go to Z. Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here's a new segment with Ed Biagiotti. Hello, it's Edward Biagiotti, a.k.a. Crazy Eddie Loves You. And I am here to talk about spirituality and fun. It is an honor to give my two cents on this subject. And the first thing that came to my mind when I heard about spirituality and fun, or when I thought about that, is a Bible verse that comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, which says, He has made us competent as ministers of a new covenant. Not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. And it reminded me of going to hear someone speak on a spiritual matter, whether it's at church or at a conference or wherever you might be, and or wherever I might be, and someone starts just reciting something very dry. Or even with like a sort of, a willful sort of um, edge to it. And um, it just lacks the spirit of the words. The letter of the law, which is all of the principles, may be recited exactly right. And still, it doesn't give me the joyful spirit that I believe these teachings were meant to embody. I mean, Buddha says it. Jesus says that that joy is the strength of the Lord. Joy is the strength of the law, really, that means. Joy and these principles, to me, go hand in hand. Fun and these principles go hand in hand. And part of that, or lately I've been realizing that a lot of that comes from a daily practice of getting receptive to the divine good. So in the morning I meditate, I read some inspiring books um, and I say some affirmative prayers and all of that is to tune my mind into the awareness that I live in a loving universe that is always flowing in a positive direction 
So all of these practices allow me to become receptive and cooperative with that good as it unfolds. Because it always happens in unexpected ways. And in order for me to tune into it, I have to be in a kind, generous, um, optimistic place. Because so many of those conditioned fears and doubts and worries can be so loud in my brain sometimes. And I could spend a whole day, a whole month, a whole year, many years getting so caught up in all of the replaying of those fears and doubts and worries and what do I have to do to make it right that I can totally miss out on everything that spirit is doing for me on this day, in this moment, because it comes in the most delightfully unexpected ways. It comes from the least expected people. It comes from the least expected opportunities. And the only way I can be in that place is to become like a child. Like Jesus said, I got to be in a childlike state of wonder, curiosity about what's going on around me. How are things going to work out for the better? Even when it seems like they might not, or it seems like something might be going against me. I have the opportunity to keep turning my mind over to the fun adventure of living in a kind and joyful and generous universe and by spending time each day in conscious contact with the awareness that that is actually where I do live it allows my personality to come to life I have more fun I'm more fun to be around I I'm not afraid to go along with the fun when it presents itself even if it doesn't seem to make sense I mean I, I I'm the inclusion specialist for Culver City Unified School District here where I work and I, I do a lot of work with kids. I mean, I spend a lot of time with kids. So I always get real-time feedback about how much, you know, am I really having fun or am I just saying I am? Or am I, you know, saying I'm living this, this really spiritual life? But kids, man, they'll, they'll let me know real quick if I'm really in that joyful spirit of fun that I think comes naturally from reading inspiring books and practicing meditation and affirmative prayer. So for me, spirituality and fun always go hand in hand. Again, my name is Edward Biagioti. That's Crazy Eddie Loves You on Instagram, at Crazy Eddie, E-D-D-Y, Loves You on Instagram. You can also find Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed in the archives on Unity Online Radio or on Apple Podcasts. And uh, yeah, have a great day. Have fun. Martha Creek is here with a Unity Moment. Hi, it's Martha Creek, marthacreek.com to contact me. I want to explore here with you um, the Unity Five Principles. So this one looks at and explores and sheds light on Principle Two. And the five principles can be found at unity.org. So looking at number two, I am a spark of that. So if humans are made in the image of God, if humans are made in Alpha and Omega, then we too, all of us, each of us, have a spark of divinity within us, the source of our very creation, so that we have inherent potential, we have inherent capabilities. Uh, Our essence then is of this. We're inherently good. We're inherently made from this image. This image is expressed through master teachers that we've had over the ages, the 
the consciousness of Buddha, of Jesus Christ, of the saints and sages over time that shows a spectrum of this consciousness, um, 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 spectrum of potential, a spectrum of expansions that we can do. And that within each and every one of us is that potential. And that it is then our responsibility, if we have any, to say, okay, then using that potential, how am I going to be with that? How am I going to co-create a life that expresses that? So think about then what, what would hold us back from that. And often for me, I know that I'm more focused on what others are doing and what others should be doing and could be doing instead of what is it that I'm doing. And that, and to awaken to that even though we're inherently good, that we're made in the creation, a creator, if it's not God for you, then the universe or whatever words you can put on it, that within that consciousness, we're just a hair above an animal in our evolutionary process. So we still are in a species that's killed a hundred million of its own species. So that potential to consciously evolve takes uh, practice mindfulness, regulation, uh, emotional understanding, uh, stopping some of these regressive animalistic patterns. So even though that we're inherently good and born in divine grace, born in um, providence, born like this, then it absolutely is um, part, part of the process and the unfolding is to then grow in consciousness, to grow and deepen our understanding and awareness of this and to make um, choices if there's free will. That's another podcast, I guess, to make, if there's free will, to make uh, changes and choices in consciousness to experience this deeper spiritual awareness of the presence of us, of being breathed, of living in the moment, And to apply that power as we immerse ourselves in this pure being, as we immerse ourselves in presence, aware that we're being breathed, aware that something created us, aware that we are here for purpose, that we have a purpose, that we are incarnate here to make a difference, to um, maybe you'd say bring heaven to earth, to create a new earth here, and to do so consciously evolving. So then to acknowledge this presence as of creator, to, ana- to acknowledge the power of that as our own divine power, our own, our own um, dominance of that, to then direct it through divine wisdom beyond the human limitations and beyond the potential to regress um, to bypass the tendencies and the allure to be uh, stuck in, in in stasis of that old regressive way that actually harms, hurts, digresses, devolves instead of consciously evolving, stopping harm to ourselves and others, and to be this um, a god or divinity in expression here in the human form. So. Words for, words for hopefully for thought and inquiry and all blessings to you as we and I further commit to live and to express this in the form here. Amen. So it is. All right. Shall we get to our interview, Raymond? Yes, let's begin. Well, we have a really cool interview today with some really fun folks. Z Egloff is a cartoonist, spoken word artist, and award-winning author of the spiritual humor blog, Life in ZD, A Goofball's Guide to Enlightenment. 
Their wife, Reverend Dr. Melissa Felipe, I'm getting that right, is a singer, songwriter, and teacher with nine albums of original music. Do you sleep or are, is music always going through your head? <laughs> I sleep with music going through my head. Oh, all right, then. Both, both Melissa and Z hold Master's in Consciousness Studies, and I believe they're both levitating at this very moment. We are. Absolutely. We are. Z also holds a Master's in Spiritual Psychology, and Melissa has an honorary doctorate for her contributions to the field of New Thought Music. Melissa and Z are the founders of Oh My God Life, an online and traveling ministry. Their mission is to bring radical joy to the world. Welcome, guys. We're excited to have you. Now, I do want to warn you that in the first section of the show, we actually had some spiritual jokes and various other things. So we may have lost our three, uh, three listeners at the start of the episode. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. Yeah, bye. So that, <laughs> this yeah. is pretty much just for us. All right, good. Excellent. Everything we do is just for us anyway, so. Well, and there's only one of us anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's that. right. We are all one. That's true. All right. Um, we have a geek quiz. It's very simple. We have to ask you. Um, okay. It's a requirement. Okay. Uh, Star Trek versus Star Wars. Which one? Star Trek. Oh, for me. <laughs> Even though Star Wars rocks. Well, oh, dear. Okay. Okay. You you go first. You take it first, Melissa. Well, Star Wars is so brilliant. Star Trek <laughs> was like what started it all. So I don't know. I have to give them both props. Can I say both? Oh, okay. it's kind of, it's kind of a cop out, but all right. Um, I'm gonna say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the opposite of Melissa. In, way. in some ways, it's neither because I'm not like huge huge fan of okay. either necessarily. When I was a kid, I was more into Star Wars. But I gotta say, now that I know about Star Trek and the origins and the ideas behind it in terms of showing the diversity, diversity. and I mean, I know yeah. Star Wars has the Kick force ass. and all that, but I gotta, yeah, I, force. I gotta give it to Star <laughs> Trek in terms of philosophically. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go there. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, me too. I'm going with you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you may now proceed on to the next level and uh, check to see what the $500 level is. Okay. Yeah, and also just to add a whole other wrinkle here, when I was a kid, what I liked was Lost in Space. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Danger, Danger no in space. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> I know, I'm just being like clear. I liked both. I, I watched both. Have you seen the new one? No. Oh, God, no, no. I'm talking back in the Oh, the new Lost in Space. It's amazing. It's wonderful. It's totally oh, different. Okay. Yeah. Really good. Totally. Is it scary? I don't do scary. I can't do scary. It has some really moments scary. where it's, you know, on border edge, but no, it's not scary. Yeah, okay. We'll have to, my wife will do the research. That's what we do. Okay. Yeah, that works. And, I can actually handle it. And Will Robinson is a serial killer in it, so that's... That's oh, a chance. Well, that's, that's, that's well, given what he's been through, I'm not surprised. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's get on to this actual interview section here because okay. I've I've totally thrown us off ground. So tell us about Oh My God Life and and how you started it and why you started it. Oh boy, where do we start? Let's see, where do we start? Um, 
Well, we, we are a couple, we've been together 11 years, and we pretty much got together around the same time we started ministerial school. I was just starting ministerial school. Z came in very soon thereafter, mm -hmm. and we graduated together. And the whole time we were in ministerial school, even though all our, you know, colleagues were going to pulpits, we just kept realizing that was not our call. Yep. And um, like every class they taught, mm -hmm. we would sit there and go, I don't want to do that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that does not sound like fun. Yeah. So we kept getting un unclearer and unclearer. Mm -hmm. But we're both creatives. I'm a writer. Melissa's a musician. I also do music. Melissa also does writing. And so we started just kind of doing our ministry even when we were in school because Melissa had a whole, we call it like, there was Melissa Felipe <laughs> and then there was Melissa and Z. So there was a whole Melissa Felipe entity before I came along doing singing and all that. So we kind of added to that way. Me doing spoken <laughs> word. We both the are cartoons. ministers now, so we speak. Yeah, I'm a cartoonist. And we just sort of have put together this whole thing that's both. Well, you were doing your blog before we and I officially had a blog. So it's a whole bunch of different things. And we say on and traveling because we're home and we create stuff. Oh, and videos is a whole other thing. That we yeah, my gosh. Oh, doing regular videos. <laughs> so we have all this content that we create online at home. And then we go out in the world and do talks and music at centers. We're starting to do more and more retreats, mm -hmm. workshops, mm -hmm. classes like that. So that's, that's the very quick version of how it happened. And we're, we're, five or this many if you could if you could see my hand i'm holding up one hand we're this many so we're five now um going on six years old and it just gets to be more fun and we keep coming up with or spirit actually yeah keeps coming up with more things to do and we only do what's really fun for us we don't do anything else spirit was very clear at the very beginning go downstream with this you know the abraham hicks through Esther. Mm -hmm downstream everything downstream or else you're not supposed to do it so we adhere to that mm -hmm. uh mandate that we mm -hmm. receive so mm -hmm. and it does we just like i didn't know i was gonna love doing video but when we started doing video and i started editing i was like oh my god i love this like way i love it so much so and i didn't know i was gonna start doing spoken word like i literally in a class heard a voice saying do a rap and i'm like no no, no, that's, that's, Very that's not going to happen. <laughs> so there have been a lot of surprises. Yeah. The way. So we have about a minute left before we go to the break. What, um, what's your favorite thing to do with Oh My God Life? Do you have like one particular thing that you guys love doing, like joy jams or? Um, our live things are I think doing, Yeah, I think doing our music live, especially when we get to collaborate with folks like we did with Raymond at the Minister's Gathering. Yep. He does spoken word or when we've got a live band that's just hot. I think that's our favorite. I think so. Yeah. The audience thing, you know, there's the energy of the live audience that really does the cyclical energetic thing that we don't get when we're creating content at home, even though we do really love that too. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to pick, but I would say that. Well, and we love the experiential piece. A lot of our stuff involves people call and response and things like that. Mm -hmm. Together, it's yeah, so cool. The energy is just magical. Awesome. Well, we'll be right back on Big Universe on Unity Online Radio.
all are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to a slightly off-kilter look at spirituality. This is Big Universe with Jim Lefter and Reverend Raymond Anderson. Welcome back to Big Universe on Unity Online Radio. We're talking with Z and Melissa from OhMyGodLife.com. How are you guys doing now? So good. Oh, we're doing very well. That was we're a good, still here. That was a good break. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it was refreshing. Yeah. Okay, so why is joy and fun such an important, important ingredient in spirituality? One reason, it's, it's been left out. I think there's this, at least right now in this space-time continuum in which we find ourselves, particularly in the U.S., which has been where most of my experience of this has been, there's this idea that spirituality is namaste, namaste, which it is. That is certainly a part of it in terms of that deep devotional awareness of this power that is more than what we are, which can take us to this very quiet place sometimes beyond language right i mean i definitely understand that part of spirituality yeah that's important for us too yes and i think sometimes people who become spiritual i mean i think we're all spiritual but i think sometimes when people realize they're on a spiritual path they think they have to be a certain way they have to be namaste you know and and happy and fulfilled all the time and goofy. But in a very sort of austere kind of way. Mm-hmm. And that's just not us. And Goofy goes out the window. And I don't think that's <laughs> when, when people are holding that. And I don't think that's true. I think everybody's got goofiness in them. And it's, I think, really, for me, the biggest outcome of the spiritual path has been joy. Yeah. Right? Enough freedom from wounding and lies that we tell ourselves in our head to and what, what happens on the other side of those healings for me is more and more and more and more joy, more and more freedom, more and more joy. Mm-hmm. So, so um, to me, it's like ultimately where we're all headed. <laughs> and, and a lot of people will, you know, talk about kids. Look, you can look at kids and see how they're kind of, you know, it's been longer since they were on the other side, as it were, and can be more open and connected to that. And kids are totally goofy, right? And so that's <laughs> my, my experience of, as I grow spiritually, I'm more in touch with that like innocent childlike part of myself that is seriously a goofball. Yeah. yeah. And kids are so great to watch. When they pretend to be adults, they get all serious. Right? <laughs> now let's be adults. And they're like, oh, okay. What would you like for dinner? You know? So, yeah. Wow. Wow. So, quick question in terms of how how the community tends to receive this gift of joy and comedy and goofiness that you offer. Do you find that people don't know how to receive that? Sometimes I think um, it depends from place to place that we go. Mm -hmm. There's definitely kind of an environment from place to place. And if the senior minister or the person in charge or the person who's mostly seen there is more of one of those devotional serious people it can be more jolting when we arrive um, and and one of the things that is important to us is that because in our relationship with the divine with the all with 
spirit, whatever you want to call it. We have such a deep devotional relationship connection with that otherness, that non-physical energy, um, that we, we do intend and try to always bring that in weave that yes. into our message and our music both like it isn't just about woo you yeah. know fun and joy and um but we both are like real smart alec uh goofballs and we have a lot of fun with life which uh is fun <laughs> um so to me we try to bring both in but when we Sometimes if we lead with the goofy, playful, upbeat, and people are in a place where the kind of the environment is the most serious, I think it can be jolting. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think too, especially when we first started, given that we weren't seeing the more light, playful as much out there, we really felt like, okay, this is one of our things to bring to the movement. And now that we're out there and we're doing it more, we're also aware that we do, like Melissa said, the, the I-thou relationship, the real building a relationship with the divine is really important to us. And so, for example, one of, we had Joy Jams was the first series of videos we did. And now we have a series called Prayer Weeks where we have a chant and a prayer. And so I think as we've matured, we've kind of broadened uh, what we're doing to mm -hmm. include all of those things. Yeah, because the grander it's not scope. just goofy, playful all the time. It's, right. it's within a context of a lot of different and if we as spiritual warriors or journeyers if we try to jump to that joy to um i mean we certainly all have experienced people who are or maybe we have done what we call spiritual bypass right, right? we're like no it's all i'm fine oh, yes oh, yes uh, right so <laughs> icky inauthentic and um we always want to make sure that's not what we're doing and make sure that people understand that that is not what we're suggesting. Right. One of the things that I appreciate about the two of you that, you know, I got to experience firsthand and when we were at the minister's gathering is that you don't do sanitized music. What I mean by that is it would be very rare to see someone do a musical piece about Harriet Tubman. Mm. And yet that's where you choose to bring so why do you choose to go places that maybe other musicians and ministers and spiritual journey folks don't go? Mm. Well, in answer to the question about that specific song, I, there's a lot of different things to say about it. We do what spirit tells us to do. Right. Right. And so that song, there's a wonderful book called The Great Work of Your Life by Stephen Cope. From, he um, founded the Kripalu Institute. So he wrote a book that's Dharma stories based on the Bhagavad Gita. We read the book, we loved it. The most inspiring story for us in that book was about Harriet Tubman. Yeah. And it was specifically about that aspect of Harriet Tubman's life of her saying no to the call at first. Like, nope. Too much for nope, me. Nope, I'm not, not going to do that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Which is, of course, every biblical story has that, right? The right. Person call and they're like, oh, no. Yeah. You have the wrong person. Go knock on someone right. else's door. In fact, door. the person who's really best for the call is that person because it's not about ego then. It's about mm -hmm. spirit saying you. It's not about my ego going, I'm going to do this, and it's so great. It's about the person going, I'm not, I, I can't handle that. Right. And let me say, that is really obnoxious of God or universe because <laughs> yeah. it's very inconvenient. 
It is. It's like, are you kidding really me? really annoying. Leave me alone. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's what it is. We wanted to broadcast how annoying it's been. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also it's part of that keeping it real thing, I think, right. for me, is it's like, you know, I, I look at people's faces sometimes when we do that particular spoken word. I'm like, you know what Harriet Tubman said to that voice? And they're all getting ready to hear her go, yes. And I go, no. And they go, what? Not me. Right? Like, what? She said, no? You know? Um, and so I think, and I also think. But that's part of the beauty of that story is she did say no. Yeah. And then it wouldn't as often or maybe always is the case, that voice, the invitation, the divine, would not leave it alone. Right. right, which is what happens when we say no to that divine spark. When it's a divine spark, it doesn't shut up, right? Right. So then she surrendered and said yes. And then the stories, the the numbers of people she freed. And I mean, it's like it's just like almost unbelievable, except for that there are facts that say that it wasn't unbelievable, right? So, right. Right. So I think that there's. I think you know. Uh, I know everybody feels like this, but I know in my life, being queer and being someone who is uh, non-binary is the term now, I use the term gender rich, my pronouns are they and them. So being someone who a lot of my life felt outside, now I know really, now I know, everybody feels that way mm -hmm. about something. But I think for me, growing up often feeling outside and different, I think that also informs where we're coming from sometimes with our, mm -hmm. our message of like, let's keep it real here, right? Mm -hmm. Like. There's a lot of different people in the world. There's a diversity of people. There's a diversity of emotional expression, like we said. It's not all happy and joyful all the time, and it's not all you know devotional all the time. Whatever that is, I think we both kind of have a big BS meter, if I can say that word, of like, like what else? What else is there? And also, I think for me, coming from um, having training in spiritual psychology of shadow, what's the sh what what right. we call what Jung would call shadow? Mm -hmm. What else is there right. that we're not looking at? Mm -hmm. I love the term gender rich. I think that's really yeah. wonderful. What tell me explain Thank explain you. that a little bit uh, just so people understand because I don't think I can people have you, heard gender rich. Yeah. Right. I'll tell you my experience of it because I made up the word. Um, yeah, Melissa gets props. She I gets get credit. props there. Yeah. She gets credit. Exactly. Um so I was being with this one day because I was like gender fluid, non-binary, like Gender fluid sort of has this description that sounds like Z is sometimes this and sometimes that. And non-binary just says what it isn't, what it being a person or the energy isn't. And so I didn't really, like neither of those felt true for me about Z. And I was thinking about the gender fluid, like why that wasn't true for me and what my experience of, a Z, of Z is, there is a lot of everything all the time. <laughs> there's a lot of the feminine a lot of the masculine and it's just all happening all the time I happen to find it absolutely delicious and amazing and most people at least find it intriguing <laughs> if not odd right so um what my experience of that is there's a richness of all of it happening all the time and and then I you know I thought oh gender rich that's yeah. what it that's the term that to me describes Z and it really I really like it so I'm someone, you know, there's a lot of the younger generation now is talking about terms like non-binary, right? And, but there's a lot of folks like me, who's pushing 60, who have been non-binary for a long time, but there wasn't words and there weren't language. And I changed my name to Z 15 years ago, mm -hmm. because Z is not male, it's not female, it's 
what is it? <laughs> or yes, both and all that, right? That's an experience I have of my gender identity and gender expression that I've had for a long time. And so now I love that there's this generation who's just embracing this, putting it out there, and so grateful they came along. I've been waiting, been waiting for them. Yeah, and they're having the conversation. And, right. though, and so the pronoun they is something a lot of people, now I talk a lot of times after we've done the talk, people come up to me and kind of say, well, what is it? And I don't like it, and it's plural. And the, my big little, you know, 101 primer is to say, you're already using it. If you see a $100 bill on the ground and you say, oh, someone dropped a $100 bill, I wonder if they realized they did. Oh, you're already <laughs> using it when you don't know the gender of the person. We're just asking you to use it now when you do know the person and the person has a gender that is outside male, female. So that's kind of my, my little... That is cool. That is cool. So quick question, since, since we're in the, in the topic of intersectionalities, how do you see the queer aspect with the new thought aspect enhancing one another? That's a good question. You know, it's funny. There's times when I don't think about it. I mean, I know, I know because I know some of the conversations we have with people when we go to certain centers that we're, I'm the first gender rich person they've met or the, a lot of the folks that they're, receiving messages from are not queer yeah. right so yeah. i think that there's um there's that but it's you know i think bottom line for me it comes down to authenticity right and i think that's a big part of who we are we've kind of touched on that theme a lot already right in terms of authenticity of emotion and expression and and like that and so i think for me the spiritual path has been about who am I really? Because who I am really is spirit, is divine, right? And the more I kind of unpack that and go through the layers of that, it's also like, well, who am I as a creative person, right? I mean, my spiritual journey is so deep in my creative expression and also my gender expression. You know, it's just like when you start to reclaim that energy, that, that powerful force, the chi, it's got so much. And so for me, it, it, it comes to that. It comes to my relationship with spirit, bottom line. Yeah. Building that relationship, yes. fostering that, and then from that comes authentic expression, which in my case includes these things that can be viewed as other. I have a, a similar piece to that for me with Z is that I thought I was straight until I was 50 years old and I met Z. Mm. And I had, um, I just had a, like, oh, 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 like, it was so... Don't get graphic. Um, Don't get graphic here. <laughs> yeah. Come on now, Melissa. It was, no, I mean the, the shock. And shock. the, like, oh, my God, what? How could I be feeling this about this person who is, um, you know, biologically female? It was really shocking for me. And um, it took me a year being with Z. I, first, I was just like, well, I fell in love with a woman. So, you know. That doesn't mean I'm gay. It just means I fell in love with a woman. And, um, and then we would have these conversations and Z would always laugh at the end and go, lesbian, like, like have you ever felt this way about a woman, about a man? And I'd go, ew, no. <laughs> you know, and these 
just these different kind of layers and layers and looking back at my past and realizing, oh, that was a crush. What was it I had said? No, it wasn't a crush. It was. You said, I, oh, no, I didn't have a crush on her. This is like when she's in junior high. I was just totally intrigued by her amazing beauty. It's like. To <laughs> the point where I could not talk to this person. Right. So, um, yeah, that. Like, as I have come to be okay with that aspect of me, it's been that same thing. Like, I feel like my creativity has opened up on in all these other arenas and areas since I came to peace about the fact that I'm actually a lesbian. And, and that was also an outgrowth, an outpicturing, a manifestation from prayer. Because you yes. were doing prayer work about yes. being in a relationship that was, well, you know, so it's well, like, it came from that work. Yeah. Well, I want to get to a zillion dollar question for me. And there's so much to talk to you about, but there's a zillion dollar question for me right now in this culture. And that is with everything that's going on right now in the world, in the U.S., it seems it's, it's challenging. Yeah. How do you stay positive? How do you maintain a sense of joy? And how do you, what would you say to folks who are listening to possible tools or things that they can use? That's yeah. a great question. Really great question. Um, there's a bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of things that we do. Um, we are number one proponents of meditation because with meditation, we become aware, um, of our thoughts, which allow us to navigate the world and be aware what's my thinking, what's actually real. Of course, none of it's real anyway, but, um, so that's, that's one thing is spiritual practice like lots and lots of deep and powerful mm -hmm. spiritual practice. That mm -hmm. would be my number one thing. Mm -hmm. The other thing that we do is we do not hook into social media, even though we are there, we are, uh, you know, giving free content and all that. But like when things shifted a while ago, we'll just say in our country, I just stopped going on Facebook as a pastime. It just wasn't enjoyable for me. And I wasn't, I was noticing that like I discovered at one point, scary movies left me feeling. I was feeling like that after being on Facebook for a while, like upset or scared or whatever. And the other thing that we don't do is we don't watch the news. We don't watch, we don't get, because nowadays it's not just actual information. It's the news that they present like a movie and it's got sound behind it and they make it scary so you can't turn away. And, you know, there's all these things that the media does to keep you on their channel. But those things for me are triggering. So we do all those things and then we always get plenty of sleep and we eat really well and we connect with each other a lot and like that and it's not and and we know what's happening in the country it's hard not to and so yes. we know what to pray about but we are very discerning about how we choose to receive that information yeah um because it's a lot of times like melissa saying being pre presented in a way that's sponsored by the pharmaceutical companies for example do you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying you have to be Tell me happened to you. Very discerning <laughs> about where we receive our information and how, and when we do receive it from those sources, to be aware of that filter. Yes. Um, so. And we process like, you know, champs together, supporting and, each other. And also, I have to say, because we know, and, you know, there's a lot of times you can, you can, um, I've read articles sometimes that people say, hey, here's all the things that are going well in this country right. and in the world, right? They, those don't sell as much. So you're not always going to see those things, right? 
so you can you take in take in that information um and it's good to kind of always remember that perspective too um in terms of what's happening and i know that when i go out and just when i go out in the world and go shopping or am at a restaurant like who i am and and modeling be not just modeling being kind is a radical act right and, and i know that if i'm i smile at someone on the street that that could make their day depending right. on where they are and then they go out and uplift and so i have to remember that that who i am the work we're doing in the world yes but also just my, my presence in the world i have to believe makes a difference and i stand for kindness and i stand for love and i stand for connection and I don't buy that that it's all going to hell, right? Right. If that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Amen. Well, let me ask you about uh, your relationship in terms of like working together. I'm just curious, you know, working relationships with with uh, spiritual people can be interesting as well. Uh, and what I mean is that, you know, if I feel like spirit is telling me buy a jelly donut and spirit is telling you buy a chocolate donut, you know, how do you how do you figure that out? Is that a weird question? Well, we buy them both. You want to go for both the jelly and the chocolate person. We actually don't eat sugar, by the way. So metaphorically, metaphorically, metaphorically. Um, well, one thing that we have had is a whole lot of agreement uh, on kind of the the basic, the 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 you know like beyond the jelly or chocolate, just the donut issue or however you, however we want to, how long we want to stretch this metaphor. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but, but in other words, so like on the basic things, you know, what our ministry is, what we're doing, we have a lot of agreement. And then we have a lot of different ways that we express and we give each other a lot of room for that to express in ways that are different. I think that helps a lot. Yes. And we have learned through the years of doing this together that um, there are different ways that we get the nudge from spirit. So one of the things that it took us a little while to figure out was I get an invitation way before it's time to do it. Mm, okay. And Z used to just say, no, no. Like actually, even at first, I, I, was the, I wasn't the first one to come and bring it to mind. It was actually a friend who, uh, our dean, actually, who channeled the vision of, oh my God, life of what we're doing, actually. And I came home all excited, like, this is like, check this out, and we do this online stuff, and then we travel around, and we, and he was like, no way, I am not doing that, no, never gonna happen. And I was just like, oh, it, so that's like what it used to be like, now Z will say, not now. And we do have an agreement that if one of us gets something and the other one isn't on board, we don't do it. Like, we have to both feel like yes, this is ours, and we know that you tend to see. I've had I've had inklings and visions too, but we know often you'll get things sooner than I will because when I get it is when it's time to actually do it. Right, right. Because yes. I'm kind of like the ground patrol. The ground did one. Just gonna like, <laughs> I've got a lot of Virgo in my chart. Let's just put it that way. So, <laughs> so, uh, so it's 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 you know once I'm there and I'm enthusiastic, it's gonna start happening now, right? right. And so yes. I think that's one reason why spirit sometimes will delay that with me but so that's also helped that we've we've learned and again again i keep going back to this it's about fine-tuning each of our individual relationships with the divine yes because we get better and better at knowing how our intuition is talking to us and what it's saying and not judging each other and making each other wrong when it's different from each other even though that's really fun to do 
<laughs> we had a thing the other day. We were doing math. We were doing money math stuff. And um, we were just going about it exactly differently. I was starting with the big number and subtracting, and Z was starting at the zero and adding. And it was just like, no. At first, it was like, no, that's not, you're not doing it the right way. And finally, we said, wait, let's each do it our way and see if we get the same answer. That would be really good news if we both get the same final answer. We did. It was like, whoa, we each have our way. Wow. Sometimes it's not the same way. But yeah. That's so, great. That is cool. Well, we have uh, only a couple minutes left. Tell us what you're doing and what uh, Oh My God Life is doing. I know you guys are going to go on tour. What's going on? Yeah, we're about to go on tour. Um, so we're headed to Nevada, Colorado, and Utah. We kind of, we're sort of always perpetually home and then on tour, home and then on tour. We're mm -hmm. finishing up a book, which we're really excited about. We have a practice Yay. called the Oh My God Practice, which is a unique gratitude practice that we created. We'll be doing workshops about that on the road. And so yeah. we're in the process of finishing up that book. Yeah. Um, we have we have lots of different uh, things going on. We're at oh and my recording god, our new CD. Although it just keeps CD. not happening because we have to get ready to go on the road. But it it will be happening this year. We will start it this year. Um, yeah, because we do songs, um, albums of songs, and then we also do chants. And now the chant CD is going to turn into not just chants but sing-alongs because we mm -hmm. are more and more upbeat, congregational or group singing mm -hmm. things. Um, so we're going to do that next, the sing-along CD as well. So if anybody is interested in checking more about us, we're on ohmygodlife.com. And you can see a lot of these projects, a lot of the things we've been talking yeah. to, including our music, that Harriet Tubman song, for example. You can go it's called Walk by it's Faith. It's called Walk by Faith, and you can go hear the whole song on the, on the website. Yeah. Awesome. And support them on their Patreon, uh, Patreon site, too. I mean, that'll help them continue their wonderful work. That's true. Yes. We well, love guys, Patreon's been an awesome thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much. Um, you know, I would like to have you on again because, you know, there's so much information. I blocked uh, Raymond purposely from asking too many questions so I could ask him. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good working relationship. Yeah, he's currently on the video giving me the finger, but. <laughs> but with joy. But with joy. Joyful finger. And let us pray. <laughs> I didn't say which finger. Anyway, um, for more information about Raymond, go to RaymondAnderson.com. I've got premium video courses from amazing instructors on spirituality, creativity, and motivation on my website called YouThriveHere.com. Hope you'll join us there. And, of course, go to OhMyGodLife.com for more on seeing Melissa. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next time on Big Universe on Unity Online Radio. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. 
Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.